Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by Jamie. Hi. Ah! What a pleasure to be here. I can't believe you invited me. You know, it it's a long time coming. I'm glad that you can finally make it on this show. <laughs> it's an honor. Un- Unfortunately, we are not in person recording today, like I believe our last episode was. Yes. We was. haven't done another one since then, no. No. Um, because life and (laughs) we missed last week for that reason and but yeah so today we will be discussing a netflix original film called how it ends and i think it's pretty obvious just from the title that it is definitely an end of the world (laughs) post-apocalypse or apocalypse it's not really after the apocalypse it's just like during the apocalypse kind of movie (laughs) um which seems to be a thing that we like more than I anticipated us liking. Yes, we're very into the sort of post, pre and post apocalypse. I feel like I need to create a bug out plan, honestly, after watching all of these different like end of the world scenarios. And I'm like, man, I need to figure out what I'm going to do when the world ends because clearly it's going to happen soon. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> all these different possible ways it could happen. Yeah. I need a plan. <laughs> It reminds me of, um, I believe you were the one that I watched that show with about having like a bug out plan and a and bug out bag. Afterwards. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what it was called. Um, I think it was on Netflix at one point though. Was it called like, um, so, um, it was all about like preparing for the end of the world and all was. the different possible scenarios and like what you should do. And most of the people got very poor ratings and that they would just die. Yeah. I'm like, yep, I'm right there with them. It's like this person's <laughs> like, I, all I learned to do was can food. And they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. What happens if you don't have a stove? <laughs> yep. So yeah, pretty much, uh, this film, centers around a dude two dudes trying to make it 2000 miles to save a, a woman yes the end. yes <laughs> well to save the one dude's pregnant girlfriend and the other dude's daughter so exactly. they have a mutual reason to want to save this woman yes. they didn't just like pick a random woman to go and try and save <laughs> <laughs> sure. okay so my first like yeah. okay how what did you think of the movie let's start with that as normal okay um <laughs> let's see i i did like the movie there are some things i didn't care about okay which we'll get into but yeah. i i mean as as like post-apocalyptic slash you know during the apocalypse shows or films go it, it's not bad yeah yeah okay, i've seen I'll less plaza that. i've seen like less plausible scenarios whereas this one i feel like the events that happened seemed more or less pretty pretty feasible in a way okay 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 what about yeah you? i i did like it um again i i agree with you that there were some things where i was like mm, i don't know <laughs> that there is a giant volcano in seattle that would just rupture that we don't know about All or right. that that happening would cause uh thunderstorms in the midwest (laughs) or the power to go out around the world (laughs) right (laughs) like there was some things where you're like that can't be the only thing that happened because that wouldn't cause all these other things to happen well so like yeah yeah it's like the premise for the the destruction is that the an unknown, originally unknown seismic event off the west coast of the United States that has basically brought down all 
electricity, all communication, internets, you know, everything across the entire country and mm -hmm. possibly the world. We don't really know. Um, everybody says head north up to Canada is kind of like the destination. Yeah. But I'm like, if it was really just, even if it was like a Yellowstone size eruption off the West Coast, it wouldn't bring down everything immediately across the country. So yeah. there isn't, and there's not a giant volcano there. <laughs> so like, it's just, it was a weird, there's so many more realistic ways that the world can end that that seemed like an odd choice. Right. And I mean, like, I guess it wouldn't happen. <laughs> and I guess that's why um, that guy at the end, Jeremiah was, you know, sort of skeptical about like it being natural. He thinks that right. it was orchestrated. And of course, Will, the main character was like, oh, whatever, like you're crazy and stuff. But right. It's like, I mean, if a lot of unconnected sort of crazy events are happening, maybe right, something maybe is happening. You know, Jeremiah has has a, a point. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's maybe more realistic to think that there was a volcanic eruption and then people took advantage of that. Oh, yeah. and, you know, brought down civilization in a, in a more orchestrated way afterwards. Um, Could be, yeah. Or perhaps the one seismic event isn't the only thing that happens. You know, maybe they happened other places, but communication was down. And so, you know, there was no way to know about it kind of thing. Right. I don't know. I had a hard time buying into, like, the... Re not, not, like, what happens to the people is very realistic, I think, that if, you know, the world kind of ended, this is kind of how it would start. But, yeah. like why it ends in this movie is just like a little unrealistic because it just wouldn't happen. Right. <laughs> There's no volcano there that right. would erupt like that. Well, and as you say, it's, it's we never really find out what happened. Like our understanding of things is basically what Will sees as he's driving by, like people right. covered in ash and like all this stuff and fires bursting and, out in cities. and Right. And then the, the very last scene where they're like driving away from the second, you know, seismic eruption and yeah. you kind of see like what's happening behind them. And like the indication that this is like the second time this has happened, um, which is like just a, an eruption of the ground basically yeah. <laughs> like like the whole ground is just erupting upwards there's not even really much like volcanic like lava or anything that you're seeing it's mostly just like debris just exploding out of the ground for some reason yeah my memory recalls it correctly yeah, i think so too yeah no, <laughs> so i'm just like this 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 wouldn't just happen there are so many realistic ways the world could happen this wouldn't just happen <laughs> right 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 <laughs> Well, yeah, it was kind of confusing. And then, like, of course, the other problem with the end, aside from it just cutting off, which is, you know, always happens, is the fact that, like, they're trying to and managing to outrun, yeah. like, a natural disaster in a right. vehicle. I'm like, uh, yeah, I appreciate that was... it. But it's, <laughs> like, it makes it very <laughs> exciting and shit. But it's like, if you see an explosion coming your way, like, there's no way that you can just jump in a car and drive right. and make it out. You know. It would be the that explosion of that magnitude would be moving hundreds of miles mm -hmm. an hour. Like they would never be able to outrun it in a car. Right. Unless you're <laughs> but, like but, in a military jet. You're not <laughs> there's right. Not much like then you. maybe you've got a chance, but like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just 
a lot of those like things where you're like, well, that wouldn't really happen. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it catches up to them and kills them because that would, you know, we don't know for sure because it sure. ends, of course, with them just driving off with this massive explosion behind them, following well, them closely. Well, that's the thing. They almost <laughs> look like maybe it started to like peter out as they like got up the mountain or whatever. But I was right. like, I don't know. I would, I would almost prefer that just to like overtake them and that be the end. So we yeah. can be like, okay, they're dead. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the indication is probably we're supposed to assume that they managed to escape this massive explosion somehow, but again, I mean, like yeah. that would never happen. I mean, it's also very imp- <laughs> implausible that like Sam would even be alive. Like half yeah, of her apartment is missing. She managed to scroll on the wall, come find me at some random person's cabin. Right. I guess the neighbor. You yeah, know, the neighbor owns quotes. some cabin in the wilderness, and the neighbor's like obsessed A with creep. her, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was just like so. I knew. I mean, it was clear that there was something wrong. Oh yeah, it's like as soon as we as soon as we meet Jeremiah, I'm like, ah, Will's going to have to kill him. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, a good thing he showed him his gun and like pretended he was out of bullets, though. Yeah, that's true. He must have removed. He didn't trust him first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in the end, he doesn't say because they just kind of run right when she's like, "Where's Jeremiah?" Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's and too well, late. And, Bye. <laughs> well, it's like he says something. She's like, where's Jeremiah? And Will's like, uh, he tried to kill me. We got to go or something. Oh, okay. So he doesn't say that he's like dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, he doesn't say, and then I killed him instead. Right. But the indication is like, we don't need to wait for him. He tried to kill me. Let's right. just go. <laughs> Get the hell out of oh, here. Man. Which I feel like maybe if the cabin had like a basement, it would have been more effective to try to like hide it out and like cover vents and stuff. And then. But I mean, if the ground is literally oh, exploding. Yeah, I words. guess if it's the ground that's exploding, too. I was picturing just the ash cloud. But yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess like, you I don't want like to be closer work. to the ground if that's the case. No. <laughs> I mean, even in the air wouldn't be safe no, because of the true. ash cloud. So it's just true. destroying everything. But um, I guess like the other really big part of this, aside from being an apocalypse movie, is is almost like a like a not not I don't want to say coming of age but like a, a people growing together like you know at the very beginning we we see that Tom uh, who is uh, Sam's dad and Will do not get along at all right um so much so that like you know he has to be excused from the dinner table the <laughs> night before uh and so clearly there are a lot of issues going on there that they hadn't resolved but the moment that sam was in peril basically you know tom yeah they come together and tom's like my only question is are you coming with me and so it's kind of fun to see them like you know go you know go through the process of um making it making it across like the west and right growing closer (laughs) i think to begin with that it was odd that tom or that will went to visit samantha's parents without her mm-hmm. like you know, that's that weird be like Subi going to visit my parents without me like, yeah which would just be weird why would unless you like are we supposed to assume that will also had business in seattle so she was or i mean out where they were so she was like in chicago so he was supposed to like check in while he was there or something i don't know i don't know i think like the primary like reason for the visit was that will was going to ask like permission to marry Samantha, which is but also like, very like eighteen hundreds old fashioned. Yeah. Also, like, why can't she be there for that? Like, just go into a different room without her, right? Unless she was like, I don't even know what she was doing for a job, but maybe she was very busy. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I think that it, that was just like there could have been a better reason for him yeah. to be out of town away from her than I'm going to visit your parents without you, honey. Yeah, that's really <laughs> strange. 
Especially if you have like a, if you know that your partner has a volatile relationship with your dad. Right. "Mm." (laughs) Be there to smooth things over a little bit, you know. (laughs) I mean, luckily the mother was like very, you know, she was trying to play, um, uh, what do I want, mediary or whatever. Yeah, peacekeeper or whatever. Peacekeeper, yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah. But, yeah, after, after like the seismic event occurs and Will can't get in touch with Sam anymore and they kind of like all the flights are canceled. He can't get back to her. Like, I think the way they show like how, how the society would react to that is very realistic because Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, 2000 miles away from where this happens and you don't have any communication letting you know what's going on, you know, like the way they have roadblocks put up, like not letting people go that direction is like a realistic thing. I think, um, which... Tom plays his veterans card to get through. Okay, the, <laughs> so how how plausible do you think that is? I really, um... I don't know. I feel like money would talk, but I don't know if you could, without any proof either, just be like, oh, you know, I understand right. the military. Like, can you please let us through? But I also think that the roadblock wasn't like people weren't allowed to be out there because like, obviously people still live out that direction. It was more like they just wanted to prevent people from traveling out there because they didn't know what the danger was. So if you said, well, Uh, look, I mm -hmm. understand I can't get rescued if I go that way, but I need to do it anyways, kind of thing. Um, And also you were, you know, a former soldier and could like convince them, pull on their heartstrings a little bit that way that maybe it would work. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I guess that's true. But, um, but, you know, of course they do then run into a bunch of issues heading oh that God. way. Because they are dumb. Oh, they're so dumb. <laughs> well, okay. no, Number Will one. is dumb. Will's the dumb well, one. Because, like, Tom all the time is like, what are you doing? Like, right. don't stop here. Don't help these people. Right, right. Well, and okay, so, like, the first thing I think that happens is they, they get pulled over by, like, what that is cop? supposed yeah. to be a cop. But, like, you you literally just drove past a sign that says you're next to a maximum security prison. Right. You know all the power is out and that these people have nothing to lose. So, like, don't pull over if you think it's a cop, you know, or if you're not sure that it is, like, a, a police officer in that car. Just keep driving. Right. <laughs> like, you know you're in, like, an end-of-the-world scenario. That's the situation where Tom gets his rib. Exactly, yeah. That's basically what kills him. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, later on it does, but (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like after that, you know, they try to like get away and turn the lights off. And then right. swerve to Misty or yeah, it's like ugh, oh, yeah, of never course that's the swerve. Stupid thing. Yeah, of course of all of the shit that happens, like that's what takes Tom down. You know? Okay. And so like number one, don't ever swerve if something jumps out in front of you in the road. Slam on your brakes and stay in your lane because yes. swerving will kill you. Right. <laughs> if you hit the deer, you'll kill the deer, but you'll survive. Mm-hmm. If you swerve and hit a tree, you'll die. Right. So stay in your lane. That's my little lecture for today. <laughs> um, but also, after you have like had the issue with the cop car not really being a cop car, why would you continue to trust people after right. that point? <laughs> yeah, no, you just also. Can't. Okay, and this is the stupidest thing that happens on the show is that they use the cop car to tow their broken car. Just take the cop car. Like, <laughs> obviously, yeah. that one drives well enough to tow another vehicle. Right. Why? the cop car no that's there's no sense in that because then they then have to stop and i mean that forces them to stop into this other area to get the car fixed which is 
I mean, they meet Ricky, who is kind right. of sem- like temporarily useful to them. Right, but only because they want to fix their car. Right. Like, otherwise, she wouldn't have been useful to them at all. <laughs> right, and you can tell even when they're pulling in there, they're like, ooh, what, what, you know, what's happening? They pull onto right. a reservation, basically, and everyone seems ready to shoot them where they yeah. stand. Well, because they're smarter than right. Tom and Will. And I think so much of, like, the reason they react the way that they do is that they're still under the impression that, like, society exists the way that it used to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, like, if you steal a cop car, you'll get in trouble, you know, kind of thing. But, like, there's nothing left to enforce that anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not west of Chicago, anyway. But, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> apparently not anywhere, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of another thing. And then, of course some woman's like standing in the road asking for help with a flat and that gets them right so okay that situation confused me is the woman in on the robbery somehow i think what happened because she was with her husband was in her car but these other people i think were hiding their car down the road or something okay so i think ultimately they were probably like they know someone will stop for a woman uh, standing in the road asking for help more than like a dude that's my impression so they probably told her, like, you do this or we'll kill you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So she was in on the robbery, but because she was forced to be. Right. Because then okay. everyone, because, like, when the people drive away, she's still there with her, like, dead husband, basically, you know? Right. It's no use to her anymore. And yelling yeah. at Will and Tom, like, you guys are terrible. And I'm like, they're not the ones who, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, so they, these guys, they want their gas, basically, because you can't get anywhere without gasoline, and the gas pumps probably don't work anymore. Yeah. So they do steal their car, but they get it back. Or yeah. is that later on? Um, they they get not, it. not their car. They steal their gasoline. Reserves. Yeah, like, immediately yeah. they get it back because they go on a right. high-speed chase. And <laughs> burn up all their gasoline. And, yeah, right. And Ricky and, manages to, like, shoot the tire and flip the car, and it explodes. Which is, like, an impossible shot to take. But, I know. Okay. And then, like, Ricky, like, has a meltdown because she feels like she is the reason these people died, which I guess she kind of is. Yeah. But also, they were, like, terrible people who robbed them at gunpoint right. to steal their gasoline. So Well, and it makes me wonder, like, is it... Because, of course, this is a huge theme, like, disorder, chaos, people stealing other people's shit trying to get (laughs) this is like happens in every single post-apocalyptic show and movie so is it possible to live in a post-apocalyptic society and not murder people maybe not i don't know i mean but also like we don't know the motivation of the people stealing the guns maybe the one guy has a sick kid back home and he's just trying to get gasoline to get back to his kid any way that he can you know true and if you have to kill other people to do it you know that That's you, what do. you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't actually know what their motivation is. They just are po- like made to be the bad people because they're, you know, robbing the main characters. True. But we don't know why they might be doing that. True. So basically the lessons we learned from this are do not take the highways and yeah. don't ever stop for anybody. <laughs> that's the thing, like, yeah. I mean, and that's a tough decision to make, I'm sure, because you wanna like if you if you saw like a, a parent and a child out on the on the road in that condition, you might want right. to be like, oh, this young kid, but, but that could also time, be a ploy, you know? Right. I feel like it's more likely to be the child or the woman are bait because right. why would they just be thin? they would be too afraid to do it otherwise because you know who knows what will happen to you if some ran, random weirdo like right. pulls over and takes you, you know? Like yeah, I feel like as a woman, I would be 
much more likely to stay hidden in that situation than to put myself out. So seeing a woman out like by herself would seem more likely to be bait to me than to be a real situation. Yeah. So that's just me. Yeah. So then it's kind of like, well, are you in this for survival or like if you want to survive, you just need to forget other people and go, you know? Exactly. Yep. But yeah, it's kind of like, a shame that Ricky like ran off. I mean, I can understand. I guess she's supposed to be sort of like the moral backbone of of the film. Like she's the one who realizes that like it's all crazy and they're murdering people. But I mean, sure. I mean, it, she's like a weird character to begin with yeah. because she doesn't really serve much use to them or really even the storyline. Mm-hmm. And she comes and goes rather quickly. You know, she's I think in the come- span of like a day. According yeah, to like their maybe, times, yeah. Maybe twenty minutes in the movie, you know, yeah. like she's in and out real quick, and she comes in in the middle of the story and leaves before the end of the story. So it's like real fast in and out. Yeah, and of course um, she like uses this moment to try to like. We we learn that she's wanted to leave and go to California for ages, so she's right. using this as the moment to do that. But it's like, also I don't like think California's there. Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty sure <laughs> the entire West Coast is gone. So right. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a strange addition. But... I had a I had a thought right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Now it's gone. <laughs> I was gonna say like I was glad that as uh, Tom was dying, basically that he and Will sort of like made up and yeah and got yeah. over it. And... Well, and like Tom kind of sacrifices himself yeah. in, a, in a way to like save Will and says, you know, you go on, save yeah. her. In the Great long. Bridge Bridge standoff. Yes. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Tom, like on his trip from Seattle or from Chicago back out to Seattle, he just randomly happens to know the exact address of two places, two different places, like where he can go Will for does. refuge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, I might know, I know someone who lives in Ohio or something, but I'm not going to know like the address and how to get there without a GPS. That's the thing. Like when being I don't on a, live in that area, yeah, the possibility <laughs> of being on a random road and being like, Oh, there's the exit. Like, Oh, right. oh I think yeah. I know how to get there. I know I don't live there and I've never driven there from this direction by any means, yeah. but I can get up there and I know their exact address. No, there, it like, doesn't make any sense. Twice, not even once. Yeah. Twice he's able to do that. And I'm like, that is not realistic well, of our generation. And apparently, just like know how to get places. Yeah. And apparently his first friend <laughs> lives in like middle of nowhere, like back, back country roads or something. Yeah. Because like there's this entire fleet like, of like, yeah. there's this entire fleet of like, what I would assume people, you know, who carry Confederate flags and yes. <laughs> burn crosses in people's like, yards. Like a very closed off town. <laughs> yeah. But and yeah, it's strange. somehow they talk themselves into, they, I guess they just wanted like supplies, yeah. you know, to keep going. And then the second time it's like Will's father's. estranged yeah. father's house who he like his father's not there but he has a conveniently well-stocked house well (laughs) that's especially weird considering the fact that he was like oh yeah i see him once every like four years or something and you know where he lives exactly not only know his exact address but you know how to get there coming from a direction that you would never have traveled there before right you live in (laughs) like you would have been coming from the other direction all the time if you were driving there yeah it's strange that's also unrealistic yeah 
story because he's able to trade his father's well-stocked house for yeah. a gassed up jeep to travel the rest of the way with apparently an endless gas tank i know right (laughs) (laughs) maybe it just gets like 100 miles to the gallon it must it must do although so speaking of weird slash strange things why do you think that will went ahead and burned tom's body with the car did that seem strange Uh. to you I uh, like kind of like a waste of time, I guess. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Well, yeah, because it's like, of course, Tom's dead and you have to leave him behind and the car is broken, so you're not going to take it. But like, why it's... burn it? Well, because you can't bury him, I think, is the reason. And he wanted to do something with the body besides just leave it there to rot. So you're just going to crisp him up. Yeah. But can you imagine telling <laughs> like your true. girlfriend afterwards, like, oh, your dad died. So, you know, the car broke down. So I set it on fire. <laughs> She'd be so like, I, what? Your dad died, so I burnt his body. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I mean, I I think <laughs> things like that are weird. But then there's a lot of people who would think it would be much stranger to leave the body of someone who you cared about, like, by, you know, without doing something, like burying it yeah. or, you know, cremating it or doing something. So with it's the like body. some sort of send off in a way. Right, right. Or, you know, setting it off to sea. You're right. Yeah. On a, on a lake or something. It had pushed him out into the water or something just doing something with the body is like what we're taught we should do true and i'm like well that's weird once yeah. i'm no longer in it i don't care what you do to it just leave it for the dogs right <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'll leave it for the scavengers but um i think that's why he did it it's just that's more like fair. people people in general seem to think that you need to do something with the body yeah. of people you care about yeah i guess i assumed he would actually <laughs> stop and pull over and bury it but it's, he just like set the entire car on fire, and I was like, "No, I mean, what oh. he did was certainly less time-consuming. A little bit true. of gasoline <laughs> and a light <laughs> on That's our way true. now. That's true. <laughs> if to dig a six-foot hole, you know, that would be much more time-consuming. Yeah, very true. <laughs> but yeah. um, so yes, as he's approaching Seattle, it's like completely covered in ash uh-huh. i don't know how anything is even still standing with the amount of ash that's in the air it's like raining ash over everything right um so that's kind of like up until this point in the movie we as the viewer don't really know what happened um there's no indication that it like what what had happened so now we know that it definitely had something to do with like an explosion of some sort because right. there's ash everywhere and whether like, that's like a natural thing or you know i guess there's a lot of ash fallout when they do nuclear bombs as well right so So we don't really know which way it is you know at this point i suppose yeah Uh, maybe it's nuclear bombs that have been buried under the ground and exploded could be as jeremiah thinks it's you know something more of an elaborate attack than a natural disaster yeah but yeah but um so yeah then yeah that's like we talked about how he finds the address in her apartment mm-hmm. and then goes to this random cabin in the woods and yeah jeremiah is all in love with her and says well if i gotta kill you will sorry right. and will like not today jeremiah yeah and kills him instead <laughs> not today <laughs> jeremiah um yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i don't know i would you recommend this film to someone yeah i think it's worth watching once um there's a there's a lot of things in it that are unrealistic but there's also a lot of things that i'm like well i can see how that would happen in in a post-apocalypse kind of situation it's just and like 
literally this would have made much more sense if the eruption had happened at like Yellowstone, you know, mm -hmm. where we already know there is a massive, you know, underground volcano that has erupted in the past and has caused mass devastation. Yeah. Not since we've been alive as humans, but <laughs> in, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, and it will eventually erupt again. It's not a matter of if it's when. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, that having it happen where it, it was like a realistic place for to happen there are other super volcanoes around the world where you know they will eventually erupt again and this kind of thing will happen um but like just choosing to have like a super volcanic eruption in a place where there is no volcano let alone a super volcano it's mm -hmm. like why would you choose to do it there right yeah <laughs> you could have planned this anywhere on the planet why did you pick there right yeah but yes <laughs> I guess I wonder if it was supposed to be related to the fact that, like, you know, California is constantly experiencing many earthquakes and stuff. So maybe Whoa. it was like a, a little escalation into a big, I don't know, something. I don't, so like El Vel California does experience a lot of earthquakes because they're on a lot of fault lines, yeah. but there's not like magma chambers under the fault lines mm. that could just explode without warning kind of thing. Fair. <laughs> So, um, so if you've, you know, taken all this into consideration that it's not the most realistic end of the world movie, um, then yeah, I think that that's, it's a worth watching once I'd say. Yeah. If you're a fan of this type of, of thing, yeah. I would watch yeah. it. What about you? Would you recommend it? I suppose so. I mean, like the acting was pretty good. It was, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I mean, are there plot holes and such? Of course, but right yeah i would say yeah in the same way that you said I, I would say it's worth watching once but i don't think that i'm going to return to this film right to watch right. it again <laughs> yeah cool. i agree i agree with that assessment <laughs> fair all right uh well on that note then if you are still listening to this <laughs> thank you and <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it shout outs to you and uh if you uh, have an idea of something else that we can watch and discuss for next time, whether that be related to the apocalypse or not, um, you can feel <laughs> free to do so. <laughs> yeah, let's take, let's take an apocalypse break. Yeah. Um, but let us know. You can hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. There we go. So uh, we will be back probably next week. And until then, stay classy. Stay fresh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>